on SEN Plus. Welcome to The Breakfast Stable. Good morning, everyone. It's The Breakfast Stable for your Saturday morning here. My name is Jack Mullen. I'm here with my stable mates on what is kind of like I'm still wearing a vest into the studio, Helen Riser. You are still coming in with your oh, I had up. the scarf on this morning. It was freezing. I know. Yeah, but I had to I had to batten down the hatches because my power went off last night. <laughs> so I was a bit nervous. I've got the turtleneck and I had my woolen coat on. I know, oh, no, <laughs> Catherine. But you always look, Catherine Savazia, you always look very stylish no matter what the weather is. She does. Well, thank goodness for that. <laughs> <laughs> always. And Pete Hilkey as well. well you, you've got your face has a natural kind of, you know, blank, blanky. <laughs> blank. Blankety blanks. Yeah. That was a good show, wasn't it? Ugly Dave oh. Gray, remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, I used to love <laughs> Graham Kennedy. But, you know, isn't it funny? Because when you talk about this all the time and it's like, yeah, look, the weather's not as hot at the moment, but then it's going to get really hot and everyone's going to go, gee, oh. I wish it was cooler. <laughs> oh. Melburnians are never happy with the weather no matter what it is. But regardless, um, I'm happy to be here. And I had to, you know, it took me a little bit longer this morning because now I'm coming from Sandringham because, you know, I moved. Mm. Oh, How did the big a... move go? <sighs> well, can I just say this? <laughs> Um, removalists of Melbourne, can I just implore you, I beg of you, can you please wear deodorant? <laughs> oh, no way. Oh, my God, that was danky. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they walk past me with a the box, they say, Miss, where do you want this? Or they're like, go away. <laughs> oh. I'm in the corner. <laughs> I, had that, uh. I had that yesterday. It was a, a group of girls actually walked past. Oh. And, yeah, and that was and, and no, and I must admit, and it really surprised me because it's really rare. Yeah, no, it was, but the oh my goodness, thank you very much. Really, was oh, it a bit of an eye waterer? It was. <laughs> so come on, people. Oh, it was not oh. good. It, I mean, you're under enough, you know, cranky and tired, and enough of the moving, and enough of the packing, <laughs> and enough of everything, basically. And then to have that on top of it, it's like, really? Come on, guys. You're stinking up my new house. Get outside. Like he went stuck in the bathroom with them. Oh, oh. well, oh, every, every time they, areas. every time they said, every time they said, can I use the bathroom? I went, mm-hmm, please, can't you just knock on next door? And go in there. <laughs> oh. And then they asked to be fed. What? They no. said, can, Come on. can we please have lunch? I said, what? moved your whole life. Oh, my God. I've never had that. Oh, yeah. is that part of the contract now? Well. <laughs> Hello, we move your boxes. We won't use deodorant. You can, imagine and you can was, cook us lunch. I said, here's a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> now go, go out. Is it a, was it a... Finish unloading the truck. A rye visa? A rye visa biscuit? <laughs> a salada. Oh, my God. Oh, Speaking funny. of body odour, mm. I did a private um, cooking class in Paris a couple of years ago, mm. and the chef... I had the chef all to myself, um, but he gave me his white chef's coat to wear and oh. I swear this, <laughs> this smell combined, like the body odour combined with the cooking oh, smells. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I could, I was so distracted from the class because the, the odour, let's call it, was, it was so strong. Oh, yeah. it's, it really, really just... Um, it is distracting. Over, it is overtook the whole experience. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Oh, my God. Come on. Well, imagine Pete Chefs worked... of Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chefs of Paris. Wow. Chefs oh, of I can Paris. Tell, after you've actually, after you've like, you've cut up, you've done mm. your prep, you cut up a bunch of onions. The mm. onions. He's on mm. plus. Yeah. Mm. Oh. <laughs> right. And it leaves the worst smell on your hands because mm. you can be lying there. You can wash them all and you're all clean. You go home, you go to bed, you wake up in the morning, you get, you smell mm. on your hands this mm. onion. 
as Pamir to say, give me a part of I you. Use, I've got one of those steel bars. You know those little steel bars? Oh, yes. You can use, and I use that when I wa- after you've been cutting up um, onion and garlic yeah. and you wash your hands with that. Yeah, and yeah. See, I use disposable gloves when I cut up onion or garlic. You just think you're in <laughs> yes. the canteen. No. But, well, yeah. It's still at my primary school. Yeah. Yeah. There's lunchtime, no, Doris. No, I do because oh. I can't cope with the smell. I squeeze lemon juice onto my hands. Oh, that's a good Yeah, that's yeah. a good that's one. Or you juice. just get the fresh herbs. I know I've spoken yes. about yes. before. Yeah. They're more expensive. I think, you know, Fresh herbs need to go in the dish. The lemons are in abundance on trees. Oh, no, yeah, that's no, true. that's right. They do go in the dish. But if you cut up your onions, as you call it, the mise en place, you get that done first, or preparation for your novices, and <laughs> then you actually get the herbs, roll it in, extract the, um, the oils, oils, and they just go through your hands and then they'll be right. This is us there. doing sport in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about food. One nil. Uh, <laughs> let's to the lemon. <laughs> lemons one, um, herbs zero. Um, speaking of lemons, but we were talking lemons. I think are far better served in G and G and T. And mm. Helen and I were talking during the week. How oh. is this for the latest study that's come out? I love it. I love now, it. Now it's out of the UK, so you can <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we can. So there's you know they're nine hours behind. <laughs> so we just. So we don't know. You know, ten hours during daylight savings. Um, so we never know how true this is, but. Apparently, G and T, a G and T, is good for people who suffer from asthma and hay fever. Achoo. Okay, oh. all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know. I love that study. I was so excited. <laughs> oh my gosh! The whole studio is sneezing uh, and yeah. No, I, I think that, that's a, that's a good, you know, natural medicinal sort of you know solution. I think. Yeah. Oh, look, honestly, alcohol is a <laughs> solution for many things. No, I like that. I like it when you see me little things like that. You always say, "Hey, Jack, here's this one for you." And, and oddly enough, they're always centered around gin and whiskey. But yeah, I thought that's a good one, especially yeah. at this time of year. A lot of people do suffer from hay fever. Yeah, oh, we're always absolutely. looking for medical support yeah. for our drinking. Yeah. They said gin. Yes, um, you and know. you've really got to calm down on those sugars, people. So gin is a great alternative. But a lot of the archa, I mean, mm. they've got sulfates and, and stuff that actually promote allergies and yeah. and um, the preservatives I, preservatives yeah, definitely because when I did when I did the champagne class one day um, <laughs> I and we had five champagnes I could only drink two out of five because yeah. the other ones I coughed and I was allergic to the sulfates in there so there you go. <laughs> 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 oh, that's on point. Uh, We're on it, people. Thank you. Well, John. I was drinking some fine, fine, fine champagne on um, during the week, mm. and I had a, a lovely little private tour with a small group of people at the Capitol Grand, which was amazing. So, where's this? Yes. This is in South Yarra. Mm-hmm. So it's on the corner of Chapel and Turak roads, mm-hmm. and um, I think the occupants have already moved in. So there's some of the residents. Yeah. Have They've already been in building it. that for years. They have, yes. but but just this behind the scenes tour. Look, aside from the views, which are amazing. Um, you know, private concierge 24-7, swimming pool, spa, function rooms. Um, oh, it's very luxurious. It, it was just lovely. So, Are you allowed um, to call down to, downstairs to the concierge? Can you just come and fold my laundry for me? Yeah, yeah things like that. I'd be doing that. Well, you know what you can do? There's, there's fine dining restaurants downstairs yes, and you can actually do room service of the fine dining, which is kind of <gasps> oh, nice. Yeah. So really? If you don't feel like cooking. So you just call them up and say, oh, can I have some gin and tonic? I feel the asthma's coming Every, on. Everything, <laughs> everything, yes. Yeah, it's quite 
extraordinary. How cool. oh, I would not wow. want to see my end of month bill. If you just go, can you just put it on my account? And Imagine being like, there oh with your God. kids instead of Uber Eats and be ringing down to a fine dining restaurant. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then you get your account and go, I'm sure I paid my mortgage this month. Oh, hang on. <laughs> yeah. no, the kids have been at it again. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. That would have been fascinating. But it was lovely. It was yeah. really, really lovely. Mm. So all those apartments are sold or they still got. There's a, there's a, a few mm. percentage, a small mm. percentage, which are still available. But were the they trying to sell sold. you one? Is that why you were there? No, not at all. <laughs> Mind you, I'm, I'm kind of in the market. I know. <laughs> you are. Well, if that's the case, Catherine, we'll be coming around to your place and yeah. ordering room service from you, your You can room. do that where I am now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very good. Well, we've all had a very busy week. But, um, a little bit of sport now, Peach, in terms of some EPL. What's happening there? Uh, the A-League. Oh, sorry, yeah. the A-League. That's sorry. right. Uh, <laughs> which, which form of the soccer are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about A-League. Melbourne Victory, they, they actually won a game last night against... Against Perth Glory, Robbie Cruz, 33rd minute. Um, but, that, I mean, that puts um, victory up in the sixth place. Melbourne City are on top. I was going to say, one of the other Melbourne teams. Yeah, Melbourne yeah. City on top. Uh, Western United, they started off strong and they've just stabilised. Basically, haven't moved anywhere. Yes. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for the where, where, when, do, when do they have finals? They not until early next. Yeah, early next year. Early next year. Yeah. So they've got a little ways to go yet. Do they tend to over the Christmas New Year? Do they kind of just like take a couple of weeks off? You'd have to. Would have to. Oh, uh, I think they just get the one one week off. Okay. Yeah, just one week. I mean, but then again, it's just it's actually interesting watching. I was just reading this morning the social comments from the A League. Right, and some of the things that people say about it, because a lot of them come from overseas and they just watch all the results and they follow their teams and that, and it's actually quite, yes, anyway. Are they, what, what sort of comments are they? Do they, they, do they look at it as inferior? Is, is that oh, what you very mean? much, okay. very, very much. Right. That's um, not nice. No, it's not. <laughs> trying not. their best? They, they are trying their well, how best. How long has the A-League been going for, though? I, been, I have no idea. It hasn't been long. What, I don't what, 10 know, years Jane. or something? Sorry. Okay, I'll ask an easier question. About it's ten, like the VFL uh, yeah, about, going about to 10 years. About 10 years? Yeah, yeah, just been informed. Hold on, it's coming through now. Yeah, around <laughs> yeah. about 10. Around about 10. But is that like the VFL going to AFL and then all the Victorian, yeah. you know, the diehard footy fans are like, yeah. all those interstate teams? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's the thing. Look, it I think as, as we know, it's just like when people would say, oh, why doesn't the World Cup of Soccer come to... You know, Australia, come on, people. Yeah. Let's get real. Yeah. Cricket. Oh, I know. Oh, my gosh. The second test, twilight test at Adelaide. I mean, started. seriously, Australia. They win the first by an innings and five mm. runs, right? Then they come out. I mean, Warner 166. Yep. Hey, I tell you what, I, I said it last week. I said he's really making up for his England disappointment. Mm, and boy, hasn't he continued. Second ton in a row. And Labashine, the man, he got his ton after yep. getting out in the 90s last uh, last test. Yep. 126 not out. Burns was out for four. Cool. That's all right. Yeah, that's okay. That's, that's right. okay. When, you, when we're at one for 302. Yeah, it's not too going shabby, into, going really. Into, going into day two. Um, I know. No, they're in, they're in a pretty good state. It, I must admit, I quite like the fact that I caught on a Friday night Come home, like cook dinner, and I could have the cricket on the background. And for the rest of the evening, while I was sort of pottering about in the kitchen, it was just there. It was on. I'm yeah. like, instead of missing it all during the day, uh, Catherine's looking at me, going, <laughs> "And the pink Why? Bear. You need to get out more, Jack. No, no, Why I, are you doing this?" My on? girlfriend got kicked out of her place for her eighteen. Her, <laughs> eight, her son turned eighteen, and she got kicked out for a couple of hours. So she came over, and um, we were having um, we had beautiful fish actually. And um, some rosé, and we had the opera on in the background. So I'm just listening to you cooking away, doing your thing with the cricket, cricket. on. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. And yeah, the pink ball. Yeah, the pink ball. It's great. 
Yeah. I reckon you I reckon can, it's awesome. You can really, I mean, you can see yeah. it. Like even again, when you're on the other side of the room, I'm talking about if you've got the telly on and you're in the kitchen, the telly's in. The, you can see very clearly yeah. how the bowling. And going. I think it's great for cricket. Yeah. Um, the day night test. It yeah. just takes it takes test cricket to a different level. They've got to they've got to evolve. That's for sure. Absolutely. Well, we've got lots of guests coming up this morning again on the breakfast table. It's seven fifteen. This is the breakfast table on SEM Plus. Good morning. You're listening to The Breakfast Stable once again, and I'm here with my stable mates and Pete Hilkey. Yeah. We were just having a bit of a chat about how, well, I mean, I love to every, eat everything off my plate. Yep. But you, on the other hand, and you, on the other hand, obviously being in the catering industry, um, know a lot about, um, you know, food being flat. We all know how we hate it when our kids don't eat their dinner. Ah, oh, look, absolutely. Food waste. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes, eat it, Yes, people. eat it, eat it. Eat it, kids. Be eat frugal your... for far out. For far out. For far out. For far out. Be frugal. Far out. <laughs> See, I'm just going to say, far out. Mm. Okay, here, yes. here's some stats. In 2018, the amount of waste yes. from households was $8.9 billion. Just households? Just households. This year, it's $10.1 billion. Now, Australians wasted 13% of their weekly grocery spend. That's crazy. That is nuts. That, that is absolutely, it's off the charts. When you think about it, right, the amount of food wasted over the year works out to be $1,026. Mm. You start to, you put all these together and you're just sitting there going, come on, you've got to be frugal. Now, the most frugal demographic out there are baby boomers. Really? You oh, you know, that well, makes when, sense because yeah, they've all lived yeah, through exactly. the war. You know, they lived through yeah. it and they've gone yeah. through. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I mean, they only throw out, you know, out of that $1,026, they only throw out $498, mm. right, mm. worth of food. Um, Queensland is actually the worst when it comes to throwing food. But you, is that because things can tend to go off up there because of the heat? Like because they can get spoiled and because of the humidity? And... I'm going to say no to that. I'm going to oh. say it comes down to a bit of education. It comes down to a bit of nous. Um, and I know we've, we've spoken about this, about being frugal in the kitchen before. Mm. Mm. Um, the one thing that if you've got leftovers, don't throw them out. No. Turn them into another dish. But a lot of people don't know how to do that. No, they don't. Yeah. Um, if a lot of people go and say, for example, you've gone and watched some, a cooking show on television, you put together this beautiful dish and you've got all this waste, guess what? A lot of people just go huck in the bin mm. and it's gone. They don't reuse those things. Being a private chef... That's what I love. I love those little scrappy bits sitting on the side and you go, oh, what are you going to do? Because you can be frugal. You can put something together. You've got meals that can last two or three days. Or you if stick you... it in the freezer. I mean, exactly. I always overcook so they've got extra backup, especially yes, when you're a house full of people. Yes. You need, like, if someone's home. Especially and sauces. You know, sauces yeah. that take a couple of hours, like, yes. you know, European sauces, that the sorghum we call it, it takes yes. a couple of hours to cook. So. Yeah. You want to do a big batch and keep some. Yeah. Correct. Okay, so just two more little stats. Victoria, right, is absolutely shocking when it comes to waste, mm -hmm. waste management. Um, Victoria's right up there, 13.9% mm. of what they get is thrown in the bin. Mm. Um, Northern Territory, the most frugal. 
and I'm actually heading up there on Wednesday, so I'm oh, going to applaud them as I fly. Yeah, you, 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 go and, you go and make sure that that's actually accurate. Oh. Thanks, Pete. Pete's beef, mate. Oh, but that, what grinds his gears this morning? <laughs> 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 oh, and Catherine, we're, we're excited because you've got... Guess for us this morning, talking business. I do. I love a good business story and I love a great social enterprise as well. And today we've got joining us Nick Pierce, um, who's the founder of uh, a social enterprise called Homey and also the recent winner of the Community Division in the Melbourne Awards. Welcome to the show. Congratulations. Really appreciate that, guys. Thank you. Um, So I want to know, where did this idea come from? Uh, I guess uh, it's been about a four-year journey and it stems back to a... I met one of the founders on a fundraising bike ride um, in 2013, riding from Vietnam to Cambodia and we're just raising funds and awareness for anti-child trafficking and for one school in a very remote region. And I guess um, we love just kind of the tangibility of that. It was just a really grassroots sort of operation. It was just for 40 or so students. We got to, you know, go meet them, experience Mm. the whole thing. And then that, I guess, translated across wanting to do something back home that sort of, you know, felt really good, obviously, but was making a real impact and kind of thought... We can't do everything, but we can do something. And, and I guess, you know, homeless is being so prevalent in Melbourne. Absolutely. Mm. And, yeah. then, and, then, and then it's just unfolded from there. It's been a real sort of, um, you know, um, I guess ripple effect. And it's uh, now it's a, its own thing. It's a, it's a monster on its own. You know, so I saw a little pop-up homey store in Fed Square. Is that still there or where do you operate out of? You know, so it was, uh, we operate now out of um, the corner of Brunswick and Johnson Street in Fitzroy. So we've got right. a permanent home. But we did a, a one-day pop-up there. Oh. Um, and then we managed to get ourselves across to Melbourne Central. And we were there for a year. And oh, then fantastic. we got our flagship store. So, um, so the store is still there, yes. operating in Melbourne Central? Uh, no, apologies. No, so we've got the one store in, um, in Fitzroy now, so just okay. corner of Western Street. So it's a very popular location. Mm. Um, and yeah. tell the listeners a little bit about what they can expect. Like, where do the funds go? What are you doing to help the community? For sure, yeah. So we use all of our profits, um, I guess, twofold. Um, we invest them back into, I guess, the community in um, the way of um, working with youth homelessness in particular. So mm. um, once a month, we close our store to the public. Um, so we're like a streetwear clothing store. Right. And we invite a local youth homelessness service to come into our store and shop for free. So the guys get to choose five items of brand oh, new clothing. Wow. That, that is awesome stuff. Thanks, yeah, I love that. Uh, haircuts, Absolutely food, coffee. It. Thank you very much. Ah. And then um, I guess further to that, we realised there was, you know, that's certainly something that um, is, a, is a wonderful experience, but um, mm. making, I guess, that, that next level of impact was um, we, we run an employment program called the Pathway Alliance, which is yes. an eight-month paid retail internship. That's amazing. Um, for young people as well from the same, I guess, experiences. And um, we're partnered now not only within our own store, but working with Cotton On and Bonds and Champion and training their staff to be able to facilitate these workplace opportunities. That's so wonderful. it's a great way to kind of, I guess, um, help uh, make that kind of, um, divot into this young person's life mm. and put them on that sort of um, alternative pathway. So when did this Pathways program begin and how many people would have gone through that program with you now? So uh, it began a couple of years ago now. Okay. started with um, one young person and it's eventually now we've got up to, we've had 19 graduates of the program um, and who are all now um, in their own independent living situations. So transitioned That's out wonderful. of temporary I guess, accommodation, etc. Mm-hmm. And also now um, working in the full-time, part-time roles um, in the workplace. So um, small numbers, but really, I guess we call it, like pride ourselves on quality and care, it's really important to make sure that we do this properly because obviously you're working with young people at a critical time in their lives. Mm. Um, and, you know, this is a, a really important moment for them. So um, I think that's that's really awesome and it's, it's such mm. a great point because you're just doing that one little step at a time. You're not trying to do everything. Mm. You're just taking one or two and you, you're really guiding them through a beautiful process of what you guys do. That's awesome. Appreciate that very much. Yeah, we always say, you know, it's better to do something for someone than try and do everything for everyone. Yeah. Really well, I mean, the fact that, I mean, I think any child or any teenager or, or any any 
individual that's saved from a life of, you know, just a downward spiral, mm. um, that's that's hugely valuable just because it's, you know, you might be talking 19 or whatever that have done the program so far. I mean, that's 19 less kids that yeah. are on the street mm. um, that the community p- policing units don't have to worry about or, you know, other organisations aren't having to then check in with. So you're taking the burden away from obviously those individuals and help giving them a life, but you're also alleviating and removing the stress on the community in sure. terms of having to support those kids. Thank you. really appreciate that. Yeah. And mm. Nick, um, how do people get involved? So, you know, how, does someone need to approach your head office or mm. wh- what's the process? I guess for a young person to be involved, we have to make sure that they're always already really well supported. So we engage with um, services that are providing them with accommodation and access to things that we can't provide. Mm. Um, so obviously, um, I guess the, the vast majority of people that we're working with, I, I guess, are at risk of homelessness and have um, come from a background of potentially living off on the streets. But we make sure that they're just very well supported, obviously, from the outset, because obviously you yes. can't pick someone up just off the street and mm. say, jump you into the workplace. Sure. People need accommodation, they need you know, mm. access to all these other things. Well, in order for it to be successful, they've got to have that other support there, yes. don't they, in order for it to be yeah, carry it through. What we do is just complement the system. So there's some wonderful resources and, you know, places that are already doing incredible work. And I guess we're just trying to complement and add value to something that's missing right now. And, and an opportunity is really important for these young people to be able to, mm. you can't obviously just um, live in a place without being able to pay the bills, etc. So we have to be able to complement that. For sure. So is there ways that the community can get involved to actually support what you're doing? Yeah, absolutely. So I guess um, the, the vehicle um, is, is through, obviously, um, the brand itself. So um, I'm wearing a T-shirt right now. So that's homie, H-O-M-I-E, dot com dot A-U. Yes, absolutely. And our, our stores in Fitzroy. And, and I, I guess, um, you know, that's our whole message is, you know, to be a homie. And it means a person to look out for others. And that can be yeah. really simple. So whether or not you even, I guess, We're all homies us, in here. Yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. And, you know, the thing is, like, um, it doesn't have to be, um, you know, whether it's supporting our, our business, but whether it's, you know, those small acts of helping you know, someone across the road. Totally agree. We were talking transport. about that before. Yeah. yeah, it all adds up. But, um, you know, the best way is to, to drop one of the T-shirts and, and put it on because obviously, you know, you wear that and wear it with pride and obviously it's just someone else. That, you know, And it gets a conversation others. started as it well. It does, absolutely, yeah. Mm. So that's probably the easiest way um, for sure. What, apart from, so just T-shirts? Is oh, it's it? just a full um, streetwear yes. clothing brand. So long sleeves, hoodies, hats, the whole works. So there's something for everyone. And then we're doing a kids range at Christmas time as well. Oh, so we've great. got, um, got awesome. it all. Oh, that's fantastic. So, so where do they go to buy these? So um, homing.com.au and then also, um, yeah, our stores at the corner of Brunswick and Johnson Street in Fitzroy, so right in the heart of town. Pop up there for Christmas, I think. Please yeah. do. Nick, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. It's a really lovely story. And, yeah, I think so. And the fact that, you know, it's being acknowledged by the yeah. business community as well. Um, That's right. Catherine, as you've seen. Yeah, no, congratulations again Appreciate on winning that, that award. That's thank just wonderful. Much. Means well, we, a lot. Well, we really hope that that, um, that the brand, you know, grows and becomes something bigger and becomes part of a, a bigger movement. And with all that amazing work that you're doing in the background, it's amazing stuff. So, yeah, well done. Appreciate it, guys. Thank Thanks, you. Nick. Thank and we all you. look forward to getting our homey T-shirts. I think we have yes. to go and do a bit of Christmas shopping right there. <laughs> I've got please, a few, please do. I've got a few people to buy for now, so I've just been doing a bit of a mental <laughs> list. <in my laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, we've loved having you in. Thank, thank you, Catherine, for That's bringing you in. And also thank you, P. Hill, for your, all, uh, you know, again, waste. You know, let's yeah, get on top of it. It all comes down. Yep. Let's, let's all get a little bit more aware of what we're doing, people. You are listening to The Breakfast Stable. We'll be back after news, sport and weather. It's 7.29. This is The Breakfast Stable on SEN+. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to The Breakfast Stable. I'm Jack Muller. I'm here with my stable mates. And always we've got a revolving door of guests for breakfast, as always. Although no one's bought us any food this morning, have you noticed? Oh, damn. A bit low. I'm actually getting my broth. I'm going to bring oysters. Yeah, they'll get my you going. My blood sugar level's actually starting to drop. I only had a banana. Um... <laughs> 
Helen Rise, as always, you are so fabulous at bringing some amazing people into the studio. How have you got for us this morning? Well, this morning we have the most wonderful man uh, called Ivan Krislovic. And he's the founder (laughs) of Dream to Dance. Uh, which is launching tomorrow, 1st of December, 1st of the month. It's like Mm. our last days of this, you know, 2019 into the next decade. Um, Ivan was, we all know him from Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise and Australia's Got Talent. We don't all know him. I've never heard of him. Some people know me from. (laughs) Are you insinuating I sit and watch lots of Bachelor shows? He's got a familiar face and we see him around and, and, you know, we, we just adore him. He's got the most beautiful smile. And look, he's created this charity. It's his dream, a dream to dance, and yep. he's um, it's a newly created charity dedicated to giving Australia's most talented young dancers scholarships to take their dancing to the next level. The scholarships are for younger dancers whose parents can't afford to give them the kind of tuition they need. And I just think that's wonderful. Um, Now, apparently a few choreographers have joined you. Ivan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks, Um, So who's joined you? Um, So I've got four of um, probably some of the best hip-hop and commercial choreographers in Melbourne. So I've got Ashton Glary, Andrew Downton, um, who owns TDC, um, one of the main teachers, Jason, Jason Coleman's Ministry of Dance, Jordan Charles Herbert and um, Taylor Diamond Lord. So wow. um, lineup's pretty awesome. And yeah, at the end, we're all going to come together and choose two lucky dancers to fly over to LA return. Oh, oh um, nice. Wow. Have 30 days unlimited training at the best hip hop dance school in probably the world, a Millennium Dance Complex. And then a thousand dollars towards their accommodation as well. So oh, how amazing. do they win? Like, what, 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 what exactly are you doing? What's the schedule for tomorrow? Um, we'll kick off at six o'clock, and each class goes for an hour with five minute break in between. So it's pretty quick. Just quickly mm. grab a drink, food, bang into the next one, and then at the end, um, the five of us will come together, and everyone will have like their pick. I guess majority rules. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, we pick one, one girl, one boy to to uh, to win the prize. That's amazing. That is amazing, actually. And and what are the details? Where, where will it be uh, held? Um, it's on Burke Street. It's a brand new studio called O2 Studios. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a pretty awesome place. And, yeah, if you're around or you're a dancer, you listen to this, come down. Yes. <laughs> have, you already had applic- have you had applications open or is it just an open? I was just about to yeah. ask that. So yeah. it's, you've already got your people lined up or they can come in and audition or come in and join? Yeah, or... just come in and join. And, yeah, it's, a, it's just a fun day. It's more about bringing the community together as well. And then we're sent, you know, um, that's another thing I want to do, sort of, you know, bring everyone together. And then, yeah, we'll just pick two people at the end. So parents can come and watch. It's, it's a studio where you can actually, yep. people can purchase tickets to come. Yeah, you can just come at the door at 6 o'clock and, yeah, it should that be a spot. That is amazing. <laughs> so it's tomorrow evening, 6 tomorrow evening, p.m. Yep. To, now, is there a website or have you set anything up yet? The, the website's still going, but the Instagram page is live, uh, Dream to Dance Charity. So, yeah, follow, look it up, and we'll just keep updates there. And, um, yeah, obviously this thing's only going to grow from here and I'm hoping to, you know, in a few months help probably 10 kids and obviously keep going and keep going and really, you know, help the dance community in in Melbourne and the rest of Australia achieve their their best. 
Is and there this... any restriction on age? Is it okay for middle-aged mums to come along? And... <laughs> um, I just went back to um, adult classical ballet. So, I mean, like, yeah. when, what's the age? <laughs> uh, oh, that, was, that was my next thing, guys. There is no age limit. So you, oh, you guys are all yeah. welcome. You can all come. Trip to LA. Oh, what a, what a shame. Go. Hip-hop's not my thing. It's more. <laughs> <laughs> Mahi, I'm, well, it could be after a couple of G&Ts. It could be, everything could be your On thing. a Saturday night? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last Saturday night we were, we were at a friend's birthday party. It was a bit of hip-hopping and everything going on. <laughs> now, I believe a rumour has it that you're going on a TV show this week yes. and you're a guest appearance yes, on Neighbours. Yeah. So, um, How cool. Yep. So out, it, that's coming out next Thursday. Um, yeah, it's a little speaking role, a little dancing role. So oh, both. I played, I played a stripper. So. Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. There we go. The cat's out of the bag. Yeah. I feel like being a mum and just getting that hair out of your eyes too, so I don't know if I could watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, did you have to audition specifically for stripping? Um, so, you... <laughs> Is that a creepy think... question to ask? <laughs> oh. In auditions, everyone's yeah, coming to I have seen Ivan dance and he's pretty good. He yeah. is very, very Thank good. Thanks, and so. very tall. Yeah, How tall you. are you? Um, I'm 199. I'd love to say two metres, but, you know, <laughs> don't know oh, why. What's, what's under that? six foot? Six? Is it six uh, six, six and then half. Wow. Oh, my God. a strapping young man, isn't yes. it? And did you also play sport as well? You were... Yeah. Which did you play, basketball or...? No, nah, that was the one sport I didn't play. Okay, so what did you play? Um, <laughs> I, was, I was a good swimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Swimming, tennis, um, athletics, soccer, volleyball, um, played a bit of footy, just a bit of everything really, except basketball. Yeah. I was a bit awkward. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be good at everything. Yeah, you can't be good at everything. Were you in the ruck? That's all I know. I love that this is such a, you know, you you not only, I mean, you're a very talented uh, man, but you you give back to charity and and doing this community work for kids that love to dance and, you know, and this has become your passion project. Yeah. Uh, You know, where to from from here? So you'll, I mean, obviously you want to send a couple of amazing, a a male and a female dancer. Yep, one of each. To... LA yes. and you're going to be going up with them? Um, I probably won't. Uh, <laughs> but wow. I'll, okay. Yeah, I'll probably send them, um, but I have connections there. So um, I'll have connections there. So they'll be able to, you Look know, have a bit them. of guidance. guidance. But um, when I send more over, I'm looking to go with them and sort of steer them in the right direction. Have Amazing. you trained at that studio in LA yourself? Yeah, I go over probably three times a year. Okay. I, was, I think for the past five years I've been there. So, um, yeah, I know what it can do and, and the people you come in contact with. And and every time I come home, um, I have dancers in studio say, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could be there. And it's just like, yeah, it sort of breaks my heart hearing these kids that, you know, think mm. they'll never have a chance to go there and they're so yeah. talented. So I want to give them that opportunity. You are amazing. Yeah, yeah that's that, awesome. that, that is fantastic. And can you, are you a choreographer yourself? I do a little bit of teaching. Mm-hmm. So um, I haven't got a regular spot because I'm always... Away? Yeah. Pretty <laughs> much. Doing neighbours. Yeah, yeah, doing okay. something. So it's hard to have a slot, but I'm hoping uh, maybe for the first half of the next year to in some solid teaching and start giving back that way as well. And in terms of your entertainment career, are you looking in one direction as opposed to another? Do you want to do more television or do you yep. want to do stage or do you want to, you know, can you sing? Are you a triple threat? Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could sing in the car or in the shower. Right. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> right. Oh, there's, there's very few people that are triple threats. So. There might be a little bit of singing coming up shortly. Yes. I'll, I'll give you guys yes, a, a, a taster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's fantastic. So you want to get a bit more into entertainment, obviously develop the, the charity and everything, and I think that the fact that 
you know, using, I suppose, the platform that you've had with, you know, your re- reality television experience and then, you know, using that to help other kids, I think is, you know, fantastic. A lot of people just, yeah, you know, awesome try stuff. and get their yeah, 15 awesome. minutes and mm. and work with that and then sort of do little else with yeah, it. Teeth so whitening. Definitely. <laughs> teeth whitening. <laughs> teeth whitening. <laughs> teeth whitening. Uh, that is so true, actually. It's so funny that when you watch a reality show from start to finish, but when you see the all the contestants at the beginning compared to what they look like at the end, it's like oh. they've gone through the full Hollywood, <laughs> yeah, you know, glamazon machine, haven't yeah. they, by the end of it? Totally. Look, you know, everyone should hop on to social media, a dream to dance. And Ivan, well done on this amazing, you know, journey. And we can't wait to see which kids get to uh, yeah. Yeah. get the opportunity to go away and and, awesome. and really, ta- you know, Take the crew achieve level. their dreams. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Good. Good yes. luck with it all, and we Love wish it. you all the best with it. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming, Ivan. Thank you, Thanks, Helen. Ivan. As always, Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. You are listening to the Breakfast Table. It is seven forty-four. This is The Breakfast Stable on SEM Plus. Good morning. You're listening to The Breakfast Stable. We're almost home and hose for another week. <laughs> and on that note, Helen, as always, has got a big yes, wrap-up of morning. activities and fun-type things going on in Melbourne as yeah. well as a couple of awesome guests. What's going on, Helen? Well, this week, um, we've had so much on during the week. and um, say that every week. Melbourne, I know, we do, though, but this is a real, this is a, a crazy time of it year. It is nuts. Um, and, you know, from Melbourne Cat Lovers Show, which is on Because <laughs> we can't not first. mention that. Because I'm a cat lover, so I had to mention that first. But, you know, things like um, lots of the Christmas activities... Um, such as uh, Christmas entertainment, um, Maya windows, the Christmas mm. projections at the art centre, Christmas market, um, and of course, oh no, I had to do the cake and bake sweets show. Oh my god! I know, I know. Sorry, Jack, but I don't know if there's much gluten free. I was going to say sugar free. I was going to lactose free, <laughs> fat free, fat free. Oh yeah, you're not going to put an ounce yeah, on there. Sorry, darling, um, but that's on until tomorrow, first mm. of December. There'll be chefs and displays at the Melbourne Conventional uh, Convention and Exhibition Centre. Um, NGV Gala's on tonight. I'm going. I'm so excited. And In the Rain, Polo in the City's on. Oh. Um, and uh, Moonlight Cinema has commenced, which I'm really excited yes, about. Yes, I love that. Uh, and Dinner on Blanc is on tonight mm-hmm. as well. Catherine's um, going to that. Catherine, yes, uh, she normally goes. And there's oh, Melbourne and file. Sydney. Um, and another one that I love over the summer is Arborea Float. It's come back for the fourth year on the banks of our Yarra. And it's uh, this year's theme is Miami-inspired food and design concept. Oh, my God. oh that's going to Is that, that, is that the it? lower bar yes. behind, below yeah. the Arborea? Oh, that, yeah. that, that is that fantastic. I love what they're doing. And it so stays there for the whole of summer Amazing. and it's just beautiful. And then they um, sink it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then during the week, I mean, remember we had uh, Newton and Lottie in last week for the amazing. music book launch. Yes. And, oh, my God, 70 kids. Help me now. It was <laughs> fabulous, though, and he is so engaging. The kids just loved him. Uh, uh, you know, and things to, like um, the Hummingbirds Luncheon, and it was their 10th anniversary for the O'Brien Foundation, so congratulations to them. Uh, the kiss of the Spider Woman was amazing. I Ooh. went and saw that with Caroline O'Connor. In fact, I went and saw them, saw her with our guests today, 
um, which uh, is Kenny and Adam, which I'll introduce in a moment. But also what Dee thinks, we had her in yes, uh, last week. Mm. She had her launch last night, which was absolutely spectacular. Very, you know, much uh, geared up to uh, the new millennial, uh, mainly females, but also males. Um, an online What D Thinks, which was D double E. Uh, and um, now I'm going to, um, uh, b- before we introduce the boys, we also had the uh, Coco Louise Styling Salon launch where I got to meet the bearded Baker brothers. And they said they want to come <laughs> on our show, so <laughs> I'm getting them on. <laughs> uh-huh. It was actually really lovely. It was a, her story of her childhood dream to become a stylist, watching her mother and then opening up her own styling yeah. suite. That was a really lovely story. Beautiful, mm. beautiful. Now, I want to welcome this morning two incredible performers. International guests. International guests. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Green and Everyone Adam who comes on the show Tilford. can be, you know, we're in Australia, everyone's international. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all from somewhere. Yes. So we're, we're excited to have Kenny Green and Adam Tilford from Marie's Crisis in New York City in the studio this morning. Just to give a brief little synopsis of who they are, Kenny is an actor, choreographer and musician. And Adam is a music director, composer, actor and piano bar entertainer. And they are so engaging. Everyone who visits this little mm. bar in New York City has the most incredible time. It is amazing. And yep. they're brilliant, absolutely brilliant and very funny. Um, <laughs> now, this is all about show tunes. It's all about theatre. So welcome, Kenny and Adam. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. So tell us, you've got to describe what Marie's crisis in New York City is. The line we use, I feel like it's such a press line at this point, but it works, is a um, we're a sing-along, show-tune, acoustic piano bar. It's as if uh, all your friends are gathered in your parents' basement, somebody plays the piano, and they left the liquor cabinet open. Yeah. <laughs> that is so true. That's nice. yes. exactly it's what so it feels true. like. It does yes. feel like Well, that. Jack and I have mm, been mm, to Marie's mm, Crisis, yeah. and I just loved it. And I remember the doorman. There's a queue all mm. the way down the street. And actually, the wait's not too bad, no. you know, no. especially when people mm. have got dinner, uh, you know, dinner and, and shows show. to go to. <laughs> Um, but you, they only allow 72 people in there at a time because it's tiny. Right. And mm. it's like this little bunker. And <laughs> seriously, everyone sings. I like bunker. That's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. You know, everyone sings. Everyone has the most incredible time. And it's almost like this comradeship in there. So, yeah, I mean, really, I mean, what show tunes do you, I mean, from where, to, from what show to what show do you guys sing? Um, perform. I think we uh, we try to run the gamut of everything. Um, I I like to on my shifts. I like to go from bounce from new to old to new to old to new to old. Love that. So no one will ever feel left out in the evening, um, unless I want them to. <laughs> <laughs> the control. No. <laughs> because you also have some of the like the, some of the cast from existing sh- the running shows. All sometimes come the time. To- yeah. and, we, and we try to keep their privacy safe. You know, it's post show. Yes. They want to yes. unwind. They want to have a good time. And a lot of our regulars are very respectful, so they're they're not hounding for autographs or pictures. They kind of just sit in the corner, and you'll see. I wish you could see me at home, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they are like googling eyes and like, oh, I think that's so and so, and that's so and so. Don't bother them. So, yeah, right. I love really that, and I love that there's no microphone in there. No, none whatsoever. And everyone sings at the tops of the tops of their voices. Oh yes. And you, I mean, you train some of these theatre performers <laughs> as well. I know. I mean, oh, we were yeah. talking about that. Adam has had a lot of his students on on Broadway. Yeah, yes. a few. 
Yes. How? That's I mean, what, <laughs> so what, an honor, what an honour that is to be able to train up some of these incredible theatre performers and and see them on Broadway. Yeah, I, I was trained as an actor and a musician, and I did that for a while, but it's uh, there's something so gratifying about watching somebody else succeed that you had a hand in. Yeah. I sort yeah. of love that even more. It's mm. like you've given back. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were gonna say given birth, because it's like that's <laughs> <laughs> Same, same, same one. Yeah. <laughs> like we, I mean, one of our beautiful friends, Justine Curran, um, the, uh, lo- our local artist, um, she had you boys over. Um, I know you stay at her house every every year that you come here, and um, you had this intimate night filled with incredible people. And we just sang till what time was it in the morning? A I one, don't two. even want to talk about it, <laughs> but it was a good time had by all. Yes. It was. It was. It was just. And and you can do that wherever you go because I mean you boys just know how to engage an audience, engage your friends. And over alcohol and... <laughs> <laughs> liquid and tonic. Yes, liquid encouragement, we like to call now, it. Now, I was talking to Kenny, uh, sorry, to Adam the other night about what happens when your voice gets all gravelly and you lose, you know, you start... Because I get a horse, uh, my horse, is, uh, my voice is... <laughs> <laughs> my horse. <laughs> my horse gets the gravelly? The morning when I've got to come on the show here and I've, I've done a, a Friday night event... And my, uh, I haven't got a voice. What, what is your little secret? Because we talked about this. Oh, I'm not even sure what I said, but um, <laughs> it, it was wasn't a long about lies. night. <laughs> Just make oh, up something. For what we do, which is great, is we don't have to sing in the bar because it's about mm. everybody else singing. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I just pick the right songs that everybody knows and then I don't have to sing. And you just like, sing I the first just, two bars and let yeah, them go. So you yeah, can exactly. rest your voice. Yeah, yes. I also, you just have to take care of yourself. A lot of cold water at night after the shift. That's what you were saying. A cool down. Like I always say, this is such a technical thing, but like you cool down your muscles when you work out. Mm. Um, yeah. And your vocal cords are a muscle, so if you're strained, you can yes. take some ice water yeah. and go to sleep. And go definitely go to sleep. And sometimes it's hard. I, I, um, I'm still auditioning in the city during the days, and so I'm sure my representation would not like to know this. But, <laughs> but I sometimes I get into it and sing until 4 in the morning and have an audition at 9. Oh, so my God. It's like, Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go in as a baritone today. <laughs> <laughs> you you um recently or I mean I love the series Younger and oh, they yes. they they shot an episode that Hilary Duff came in how much involvement did you have in that because that just looked amazing the way they shot that. That story was pretty cool because they were they they rented the space and it was on my night. Um so I was just in order to do that, they said, Adam, you have to take the night off, but you can be an extra. And so they were playing songs and just using tracks, and it was the wrong key for the Miriam. And I said, well, I know the song. Would you like me to play it? And they said, oh, yeah, why don't we do that? Oh. And then I got a principal role out of it. Yes, <laughs> That's I cool. saw you. <laughs> <laughs> so you basically elbowed your way <laughs> in. Do you want some help? Now, you are here in Melbourne. Uh, you've been doing an Australian uh, tour of Sydney, Melbourne, and you're at, uh, Marie's Crisis uh, is at a new venue at the Trades Hall in Carlton called The Common Rooms. So you can buy tickets still for tonight's show. Tonight's the last show. Tonight is the last night, yes. And you, you basically rock up and you can sing to your heart's content over a, over a piano bar. Absolutely. And a bar. And so what time, boys, are you on tonight? The doors open at 7.30. Uh, you can still buy tickets at the door or and or online. I don't know if online sales are still available. And uh, we go on the piano and start singing at 8. 
I love that. And I know you had some special guests last year, so hopefully you've got a little special guest. Maybe. Maybe. We might. And, and isn't just song and music just such a connector of people? Like, everyone's got that that mm. inside them that once you open up and you start singing, really you build is. your confidence. It's just such a beautiful connector. We were just saying the other day that the, the only universal language is music. Yeah, it's just wonderful. Heart well done. Thank you, boys, so much, Kenny and Adam, for oh. coming into the studio. What a privilege. It was just a delight having you in, as well as our other amazing guests today, Nick and Ivan. Thank you so much. Helen, thank you. Catherine, thank you. beautiful work. And as always, Pete, just gorgeous my darling you've been listening <laughs> you've been listening to the breakfast table have a great weekend